Capital Market Insights from ICMA. In the ICMA quarterly report, the quarterly assessment is about the transition from LIBOR in the bond market, progress to date, and remaining steps. I'm Paul Richards, Head of Market Practice and Regulatory Policy at ICMA. The authorities have for some time planned the permanent cessation of LIBOR on the grounds that LIBOR poses clear risks to global financial stability. And they've encouraged the market to adopt near risk-free reference rates. At the end of 2021, there were three key steps in the transition. First, 24 of the 35 LIBOR settings in the five LIBOR currencies ceased permanently including all Euro LIBOR and Swiss franc LIBOR settings and some sterling, yen and US dollar settings. Second, in the case of outstanding legacy LIBOR contracts for one, three and six months sterling and yen LIBOR settings, except clear derivatives, the methodology changed from panel bank LIBOR to synthetic LIBOR. Third, in the case of the remaining five US dollar LIBOR settings, new transactions are no longer permitted, with very limited exceptions. In the case of legacy US dollar LIBOR contracts using these settings, panel bank US dollar LIBOR submissions will continue only until the end of June 2023. The transition at the end of 2021 went smoothly. It was well organized and coordinated by the authorities and the market working closely together. But this is not the end of the transition process away from LIBOR to risk-free rates in the bond market. Although significant progress has already been made on active transition of legacy contracts in the sterling bond market, the remaining challenge is to transition synthetic legacy sterling LIBOR bonds still outstanding to compounded SONIA plus a spread through consent solicitation where feasible. To encourage active transition, the UK authorities have emphasised that synthetic LIBOR is a bridging solution, not a permanent solution. It cannot last longer than 10 years and may last less as it's subject to annual review. The UK authorities have also made it clear that some settings may be retired before others. In particular, the FCA has stated that it will seek views on retiring one month and six month synthetic sterling LIBOR at the end of 2022 and on when to retire three month synthetic sterling LIBOR. In the case of the US dollar floating rate bond market, the US and UK authorities have stressed the importance of using SOFA for new transactions, not credit sensitive rates, which they consider run the same risks as LIBOR. The remaining issue relates to the transition of US dollar legacy LIBOR bonds to SOFA plus a spread. There are large numbers of legacy US dollar LIBOR bonds outstanding, many of which are not due to mature until after 30th of June 2023, 
under both federal US law and English law. The US and UK approaches to the transition of legacy LIBOR bonds have a common objective, which is to end the use of LIBOR and transition to risk-free rates as soon as possible. But although they have a common objective, the UK and the US authorities have so far adopted different legislative approaches to the transition of legacy LIBOR bonds. One difference is that active transition of legacy sterling LIBOR bonds has demonstrated that consent solicitation is feasible under English law in some cases, though not in others. The UK authorities stated on the 4th of January, firms should now focus on converting their legacy US dollar LIBOR contracts by mid-2023. But active transition is not expected in general to be feasible for US dollar LIBOR bonds governed by a law of the US, as consent thresholds are commonly 100%. The other difference is that the UK has kept the same LIBOR benchmark for legacy sterling LIBOR contracts, but the FCA has compelled the IBA to change the methodology for the benchmark from panel bank LIBOR to synthetic LIBOR, whereas the US has introduced federal legislation signed into law on the 15th of March to change the benchmark by overriding contractual references from LIBOR to a SOFA-based rate chosen by the Federal Reserve Board. There is a time limit on the FCA's statutory power to compel the IBA to publish synthetic LIBOR of a maximum of 10 years with annual reviews in the meantime, but there is no time limit on the contractual override provided by federal US law. The implication is that in the US, on the 30th of June 2023, when panel bank US dollar LIBOR is due to cease, legacy US dollar LIBOR bonds governed by a law of the US are expected to fall back to a floating SOFA-based rate under federal US legislation. In the UK, it's not yet clear what approach the UK authorities will take for legacy US dollar contracts under English law. If panel bank US dollar LIBOR ceases permanently on the 30th of June 2023, most US dollar LIBOR bonds governed by English law would be expected to fall back to a fixed rate at that point. But if the UK authorities decide to introduce synthetic US dollar LIBOR for legacy US dollar LIBOR contracts, in the same way as for sterling, legacy US dollar LIBOR bonds governed by English law will continue to reference a floating rate until synthetic LIBOR is withdrawn subsequently, when most of them will be expected to fall back to a fixed rate. In a statement on the 9th of February, the UK authorities said that, quote, there remains further work to be done to finalise the transition from LIBOR, primarily to support the continued active conversion of legacy sterling LIBOR-linked bonds and loans that are dependent on temporary synthetic LIBOR, and to consider any implications of non-sterling LIBOR transition in UK markets. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening. For more ICMA podcasts and further information on capital markets, please visit our website, icmagroup.org.